Welcome back, everyone. Um, so today is a bit of a of of is going to be as, as much of a learning experience for you guys as 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 it is for me because I am not first with with the topic of today or the subject matter that's going to be discussed today. Um, so I hope my my guest uh, does not get really annoyed with me asking very stupid questions uh, because I, I have no clue when it comes to this. So I'm joined by William Chu, who is a cryptocurrency enthusiast. Um, uh, and he's kindly afforded me uh, a bit of his time to, to ask about crypto trading. Uh, William, how are you doing? I'm good, Valentine. Um, thank you for, for thinking that I can say something of sense and, and inviting me. Uh, you, you're an industry as, leader. As retarded, as retarded as I may be. <laughs> you're an industry leader, man. We all look to you for guidance in these matters. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully I can. I can lead the blind uh, with the one eye that I have. Uh, hey, one eye is better than none. Through that. Uh, so let's jump into it. So um, I kind of have an idea of what crypt- cryptocurrencies are. Um, I'm sure everybody does. But you just describe, um, you know, what a, what a cryptocurrency or, uh, or an altcoin, as they sometimes called, are, um, and the various types that are out there on the market. Uh, sure. So, so the easiest way I explain what uh, usually, usually I have people asking me more what Bitcoin is mm. uh, as opposed to what cryptocurrency. Um, I'd, I'd lightly say I'm a Bitcoin maximalist. Yeah. Um, I believe more in Bitcoin than all the other uh, tokens. And so, and so usually when I explain to people what Bitcoin is, uh, I tell them that Bitcoin um, is the easiest thing for a Zimbabwean to understand. Uh, the reason being is that the easiest explanation of what Bitcoin is, is that Bitcoin is like EcoCash, mm. but global. Um, global in the sense that you're not limited to in-country transactions. So mm. the limitation with EcoCash is that um, you can only transact to somebody in Zimbabwe. Mm. Uh, the difference with Bitcoin is that um, you can transact with anybody in the world. So all you need from them is what's called a Bitcoin address. Uh, a Bitcoin address is like an eco-cash number mm. and you give somebody your Bitcoin address and um, they enter that onto their their Bitcoin wallet app. Um, a few seconds later, you get a pop up on your on your screen telling you that you've received you've received X amount of Bitcoin, uh, zero point something, or or lucky you, you might get one or two Bitcoin. Mm. So so that's the easiest way for us to understand. Uh, it's very easy for Zimbabweans to understand because. We know EcoCash. We've been exposed to EcoCash uh, probably for um, over, well, almost, almost ten years, or is it over ten years? So we've we've dealt with EcoCash a lot, and we know how it works. So it's very easy for us to understand. Hmm. that. Yeah, everybody has EcoCash. If you have an Econet line, I'm pretty sure the first thing you do is go and register for an EcoCash wallet. So when it comes to, to um, you said you're a Bitcoin enthusiast. So why not stuff like Ethereum or other altcoins that are out there? Um, two reasons. Two reasons. Uh, number one, there's a lot of scams that are out there. Um, and so perhaps maybe it's, it's lazy, lazy William that doesn't want to take the time and investigate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been burnt quite a few times with, with a lot of a lot of scams. Mm-hmm. Um, they they call them shit queens. <laughs> uh, so a lot of people come up with with some kind of an idea for a coin. Uh, they do what's called an ICO. Once it gets into market, um, they they take money from that. They sell their tokens. And next thing from that, um, it it goes to zero, or, or they they ditch or dump the project, and and people lose their money. 
So, so for me, uh, perhaps it's laziness in me that doesn't want to take the time and investigate and establish what are the legit, what are the legit, uh, the, the legit tokens. Mm. Um, when you talk of Ethereum, I've got my challenges, especially with Ethereum. Uh, number one being is that um, there is no market cap. There is no limitation to how many tokens will be created. Uh, so it's it's all based on the Ethereum Foundation and 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 how they feel or what they think, how many tokens will be produced. And the second thing is that uh, their blockchain is is it can be reversed. So so unlike Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin's blockchain cannot be reversed. It's part of the coding. It's part of the programming. Uh, it was like this for Ethereum until um, I think it was a, a friend. It is said a friend of the founder of Ethereum, who is Vitalik, the founder of Ethereum. His friend had a transaction that went bad, uh, whether he was scammed, whether uh, he sent by mistake. I, it's a bit hazy on me as to what really happened mm. but vitalik's friend associate somebody close to vitalik uh, lost some ethereum and so what the powers that be at ethereum decided to do was to roll back the blockchain to reverse uh, a bunch of transactions a bunch of transactions in order for that person to get back their ethereum Hmm. Okay, so so for for Bitcoin, it, it's pretty much static. There is a there is a set number of of of. Um... So so the problem with creates a, a problem in that hmm. you have this overload. Sorry, go for it. I was saying um with with Bitcoin, it, it's a static market, right? Like it's, it's a static number of or a a set number of coins that can be mined from the blockchain, and the blockchain being the digital record of transactions that happen, you know, with Bitcoin. But your concerns with, with Ethereum are like it's 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 controlled by the foundation. So in in essence, it, would it be right to say Ethereum is not a a a, a quintessential classic um, decentralized currency? I'd say I'd say it's not it's not a it's not a, a decentralized token. A very centralized decisions are made by and the Ethereum Foundation founder. Uh, as if something happens and he decides to do something, just get off. Then, then yeah, uh, everybody on, on Ethereum is is at his mercy. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm pretty much a layman in all of this, right? So gotcha. in Zimbabwe, how do you approach um, crypto trading? Um, are there any similarities to stuff like Forex trading or it's it's a whole different ballgame? Oh, there's, so, so, so there's, there's two types. Um, there's two types of, of trading. Uh, there's what is called spot trading and there's what is known as leveraged, uh, leveraged trading. Mm. So essentially with spot trading, what you will be doing is you will be buying the particular asset. Um, so take an example of, uh, so, so as for trading, again, Zimbabweans are very familiar to what trading is because we were, we've been exposed to Zimex more and to Roadport. Um, a lot of times you have, you have US dollars, you have South African rands, a few times Botswana Pula, you go to a certain place, you give them that particular currency and they give you back another currency um, at a specific rate. Uh, and that rate fluctuates, that rate changes. Uh, if, if you're looking at the Zim dollar, that rate at a certain point 
uh, it can change three, four, five, six times in a day. You know, uh, if you lived through the 2008 madness, you will, you will know that, you know, a rate is, is like an instantaneous quotation because the rate can be, can be one into 500 now. By the time your transaction is done, the rate is now one into 600. Um, by the time you've left the person, the rate is now one into 700. So, so again, Zimbabweans will find it very easy to understand online trading. Online trading is essentially uh, you buying a particular asset. Uh, this is the spot trading, where you buy a particular a particular asset like uh, Bitcoin, like Ethereum. Uh, there are what are known as other altcoins. So, so everything that's not Bitcoin is known as an altcoin, an alternative coin. Um, so, so some people buy those particular coins. Uh, and what most people will do is wait for the price and the value of that particular coin to increase, whether it's against the US dollar or whether it's against Bitcoin. So you, you trade a particular asset against something. Uh, when you talk of when you talk of you going to change your U, your US dollars, you're changing US dollars against Zim dollars or South African rand. So there's always what's known as a base currency, and uh, there's something that it's traded against. Okay. So the same happens with with crypto. When we talk of crypto trade trading, this this type is what is known as spot trading. Mm. So where you buy the particular asset, you buy Bitcoin and you have leave trading, um, which, which is essentially you saying, I'd like to take a position. I'm going to lightly, lightly reference it as I'd like to take a bet. Hmm. And, and I say lightly because, because betting is usually associated with gambling. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, uh, uh, a few people call gambling, um, call forex trading or, or online trading uh, gambling. So, so I'm lightly using the word bet. So, so this is you saying that the price of Bitcoin or the price of a particular asset is either going to go up or is going to go down. Okay. Yeah. And so, so you take a position hmm. on it and okay. you put down. So, so with leverage trading, you'll probably put down, uh, depending on how much leverage you do, you can do from one is to two to as much as one is to 125 up to as much as one is to a thousand, one is to 2000, depending on the particular broker. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? That means that you can put down $1 and trade as if you have $2,000. How does that work? Uh, so, so leverage trading is, is a broker, is a broker, uh, essentially saying, look, we will we will give you the capability of trading, of trading way higher than the money you have. So we can ten x, we can a hundred x, we can ten x, we can a hundred x, whatever you have. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes they lose, sometimes the broker loses because. Um, if the trade goes your way, you make a profit and those profits are withdrawable. But most of the time with leverage trading, a lot of people uh, lose. So would you say the safe option would be spot trading? Oh, 
Um, yes, yes. The safer option will be spot trading. But obviously, it's it's got the, the caveat of you know what, no matter what you're doing, you're betting against something, and cryptocurrencies in general are uh, volatile, quote unquote. So it's safer. I think it's safer in the respect, and I'm just making a guess here that you know what, at least you're 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 um you're betting within your your means. Uh, with my understanding of leverage trading, it's more a case of now you are going far beyond what you can do. It's a it's it's a high risk high reward game. Um, it's not gambling in a sense. Which kind of brings me to my next to my next question is like for someone who's who's um looking into doing crypto trading, um, what are the key things you should look for um when it comes to um since we said spot trading probably the more preferable option and leverage is some is something for you know someone who's probably more seasoned. What should you be on the lookout for when it comes to new cycle, market shift, market changes? With let's just use Bitcoin since it's, it's the biggest and best example. Um, what should you be looking out for before you make that investment? So people will see that Bitcoin boom. You know, Bitcoin is trading at X against you know the, the base currency of the US dollar. So for someone walking into it, um, so, so, so my belief, my belief, and 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 my appreciation of Bitcoin is that it is a great store of value, mm. uh, store of value in the sense that it's better than than um, local currency local currency being zim dollar mm. it's better than us dollar mm. uh, so i i don't give advice um because yeah i mean i i'm a retard and i know nothing <laughs> you know so so the best i could do is to tell you what i do and mm. and not give any advice so so what i do is i um i will purchase a particular asset, in this case, Bitcoin, mm. and I will hold it uh, and hold it for long term, hold it up until probably the price gets to uh, Bitcoin. Right now, it's trading at about $58,428 mm. um, right now as of this conversation. Uh, but a lot of people believe that the price of one Bitcoin will go up to as much as thousand as much as, as a million million so so I'm a strong believer in Bitcoin and I would buy Bitcoin and hold it up until it either goes to a trillion or it goes to zero um, yeah so in terms of trading 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 you can lose you can lose your crypto um, Yes, you can. So, so if you got Bitcoin, let's say you get one Bitcoin, you can go and trade it for some other new altcoins. So a lot of people say, look for these new altcoins when they got what's called a low market cap, um, when they're very cheap, usually at, at the inception level. Uh, you buy them, and then after that, they're going to rocket. Uh, um, they can go as much as 10x, as much as 20x, even as much as 100x. And the chance of Bitcoin going 100x in a day is very minimal, if at all. You know, uh, I'd say the highest Bitcoin may have went in the day is about 30%. Mm-hmm. The opportunity of this is 0.3x, it's not even 1x. You know, it's not even a hundred percent; it's it's thirty percent. And and so, what I would rather do is is buy the Bitcoin, hold the Bitcoin. Some people say, look, look for these altcoins that are launching, that are cheap. Buy them, um, hold on to them until they gain in value, then offload them. Mm. Um, a lot of altcoins that have come out have gone to zero. They've They've been shit coins. They've, yeah. you know, for a day, for two days. Um, I remember 2017, 2018, uh, there was a particular asset. Uh, I think I put half of Bitcoin into it. I bought um, this, this, what's called Kin, K I N. Um, this is for the Messenger app called Kick. I don't know if you know Kick, yeah. um, it's very popular in the US. Um, I put I put half a Bitcoin into that 
and the price never I, I think only on on the day that it went live on exchanges did it go up uh, but other than that it was always on the way down eventually when I offloaded I think from half a Bitcoin, I got something like 0.1 of a Bitcoin. So I lost like a fifth. Mm. Uh, sorry, I, I lost like 80%, 80% of the Bitcoin I had. And I just kept my Bitcoin. Um, a, few, a few months later, I would have still had half a Bitcoin, mm. you know, whereas it didn't go too well with that. Um, yeah, so I'd say what I do is buy an asset and hold it mm. hold it till kingdom come you know mm. i'd probably hold bitcoin uh i'd say i'd say maybe till the levels of about uh between 500,000 to a million that's when i'll start i'll start liquidating some bitcoin okay so uh, so i think if i th- if i understood what you said it's it's pretty much we should think of bitcoin the way we think of us dollars and local currency if you can get US dollars and hold it, it's still going to retain its value in comparison to all the other currencies around it. Um, even if it does dip, it's not going to be something that's going to be drastic, especially in the Zimbabwean context. So with Bitcoin it's, and, and, and altcoins, it's pretty much if you if you want to start into it, you might as well just go with the best. Like how, you know, when you, when you start watching football, any sport for the first time, you start supporting the team that's winning because it's easy to identify with that. And it's probably the safer bet. Um, than to, you know, for example, say I'm going to support Swansea in, in, in the championship. Um, so let's say I've moved into, I've, I've now made the decision of, okay, I want to start trading. I want to buy Bitcoin. Um, how do I get started? Uh, where do I go? What payment methods do I use in Zim, um, et cetera? So, so thanks to the regulator uh, that's been Reserve Bank, uh, there currently are no cryptocurrency exchanges. Mm in Zimbabwe. And so what has happened is everything has gone uh, peer-to-peer. There are no websites that are available, um, partly partly because of regulation and Mm. also because, um, I likely say this because it might get into the wrong hands, Mm. uh, but but, uh, because of sanctions. Mm. Um, And I'm likely saying that. You know, we know the reason why they're sanctioned. And, and yes, it's another conversation as to these are targeted sanctions and stuff like that. But, but because of sanctions, what Visa and MasterCard have decided to do uh, is that no Zimbabwean card can be used online to buy. Uh, there are very few websites. I, I can think of only one website that allows uh, the card, um, I think MasterCard, it might be MasterCard. If it's not MasterCard, it's, it's Visa. Uh, and so they charge, I, I don't know how they do it, but all the other uh, official exchanges, they do two things. One, uh, they don't allow Zimbabweans to sign up, right? Uh, if you can sign up, they don't allow you to use your bank card to purchase crypto uh, or to make a deposit. So it's very difficult for Zimbabweans. I'm not too sure how that one particular website does it, but they charge it between an 18 to 25% premium on top of the price internationally. So if you want to get $100 worth of Bitcoin on this website, you'd have to pay you'd have to pay as much as 125 before you talk about your bank charges. You have to give that website as much as 125. Damn. Okay. Uh, so, so what are people doing to get crypto? Uh, a lot of, a few times it's um, Telegram groups, uh, mm. but also, you know, as, as you go about you begin to know the the reputable people who have um, who have access to crypto. So once you find a person uh, who you always know has crypto, you keep, keep 
um, continually getting back with them and and saying to them, hey, I'm looking for some more. Do you have any? So there are some guys who who trade, who forex trade, online trade, and they withdraw their profits uh, in the form of Bitcoin. And so they then sell it. Um, and so they have, you know, uh, but but it's all peer to peer. It's all done in 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 WhatsApp groups, so it's all done uh, unofficially and and not online. Uh, thanks to thanks to the regulator, and and because of because of it being done in 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 WhatsApp groups, um, the opportunity for people to be scammed is very high. I got a lot of clients that that get scammed. Um, they send somebody EcoCash, they send somebody Zipit, they send somebody some kind of form of payment and two, three, the person disappears uh, and they never get, they never get their, their, their money, rather their Bitcoin. Interesting. So with, with this peer-to-peer arrangement, for example, let's say I find someone who can, someone reputable, again, the case is, you know, is it a case of, I think the person I should be asking is, is it a case of the people who are actually doing it legit, are they easy to find? Uh, is there some way you can access them or it's all, you know, cloak and dagger stuff? Um, I mean, in the beginning, in the beginning, it will be a bit difficult. Uh, if you come in from, if you, if you come in from, um, from nowhere, you know, it's a bit difficult because because you first have to have to look for somebody who who has. Uh, so you just ask in, in your groups, you know, the the groups that you are in. You ask you ask um, in the groups that you're in. Hey guys, anybody anybody selling Bitcoin or anybody know whom I can get Bitcoin from? Uh, and funny thing is nine times out of 10, my name will crop up. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are you one of those who's doing it via the getting your proceeds from Forex, 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 Forex trading? Sorry. Uh, so, so it's um, when I do make a profit in in forex trading, yes, uh, I I do withdraw in the forex reaches um, when the rate reaches uh, half a million, five million, about. Okay, so would it be advisable for someone who wants to get into cryptos if they've got a familiarity with forex trading? Is it that probably the best gateway to getting into uh, doing crypto trading? Can you can you rephrase your your oh, the question? I was saying um I, I, I all right. I was saying if for someone who let's say someone wants to get into crypto trading, right? Um, but they're already familiar with forex trading. Um, would it just be the, it, is it an easier gateway um to just start with? Uh, let me put this in two parts. If you're already in forex trading, right? Um, it's probably it's probably best for you to start getting trading through. Is it best to start trading through cryptos uh, by receiving your proceeds from forex trading? And the second part is: is it easier to just learn forex trading and then transition to crypto trading? Oh, there are some similarities uh, between the two. Um, I mean, I, I met somebody today. I had a conversation with somebody today and, and he was like, oh, you know, crypto, crypto trading for me is so simple and that's what I do. And I was like, oh, crypto trading is so um, complicated for a lot of people. Uh, and I, I'd rather do Forex. So I, I'd, I'd say it's relative. What's what's easy for you may not be easy for me. Some people excel at math. Uh, some people excel at um, English literature. You know, so it's it's not a it's not a paint brush, paint paint everything, paint all. Okay. 
So um so when when so I, I well the this first this question has to come first. So when someone uh successfully gets in contact with you or anyone else who's reputable in the business, um how do they get their their um so let's say they send you let's say a hundred US dollars for the equivalent in, in Bitcoin. Um what's how do they how how's, how does the settlement process go? How do they receive the Bitcoin? Do you get a message with the with a wallet and, and a passcode? Do you have to have your own wallet set up? How's that how does that go? Oh, so there's usually, you usually have a cryptocurrency wallet. Hmm. Um, you meet up with, with your particular person whom you're buying from. Uh, you give them the cash. You agree on whether there's any premium on top or you're dealing at par. Uh, that essentially means, are you dealing at the same price as Bitcoin is internationally or is there a premium on top? Usually Bitcoin sells at a premium on top in Zimbabwe. Um, so, so once that agreement is made, once that agreement is made, then once that agreement is made, then somebody, somebody then sends uh, the Bitcoin equivalent. So, is it usually in? Um... US dollar or it's in um... so, so the, uh, yeah so so um, there are certain people who only transact in US dollars and mm. there are some people who may dabble in, in local currency uh, but you'll find most of the times when it's local currency these are the 10 20 30 dollar levels um, okay. whereas when you're talking about when you're talking about uh, ten thousand worth of Bitcoin or or one Bitcoin. Um, I doubt you will find somebody that's going to sell fifty eight US thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin uh, for local money. I don't see what anybody would need that much local money for. Mm. Interesting. So. Um, the transaction is 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 done, and you said, you know what? If it's Bitcoin, you might as well just hold on to it. Uh, I guess. Um, so for someone, I, I I didn't, I didn't, I I said that's what I would do. I would do. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what 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 yeah. you would do. So in um so in the case of someone who gets uh you know uh becomes an eager beaver, I know you don't want to give advice, but in the sense of um someone who doesn't understand that it's a proportion you should keep you know, as, as a long-term investment up until the point, like you said, in your way, you know, it gets to a point where you can start offloading it. Um, someone becomes an eager beaver and wants to start rapidly going back and forth. Do you, do, do, have you ever encountered people who do, who do stuff like that? Or, you know, people who've dealt with people who like, you know, do those um, high volume, uh, not high volume, uh, high frequency, but very low sum transactions. Oh, they, yes, they do. They do exist. There are a number of people that, um, that will buy buy Bitcoin in the morning. By the afternoon, they've sold it. Um, they so so it's it's trading somewhat, but but not really not the trading we think of of as a broker. Mm. So because it's peer to peer, there's an opportunity of arbitrage. Mm. I can buy from uh, um, person at maybe one is to one and if mm. one is to one means that perhaps three but on top mm. you know so so there are certain people who do buy in the morning and maybe even in the morning have already disposed of it and are back in the market looking for more okay so when we're talking about margins for the person actually dealing in, 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 in Forex, what, what kind of margins are you looking at? Let's say someone wants to you know, aspire to become a crypto trader. When you say margins, are you, are you talking about potential profit? Are you talking about what? I, potential profit. Exactly are you talking of? I'm talking of potential profit. Oh, you can, you can, you can make, you can make millions. There are guys who I follow gram groups and yeah, they, they, they make millions. Um, unfortunately, 
none of them claim to be in Zimbabwe. Um, uh. so I, I haven't yet met a local trader, uh, and I'm not saying they are not there, uh, but I haven't, I haven't met a local trader who has claimed to be able to make millions in a day. Uh, but I do know, I do know of of a few guys, legit guys online, who are making who are making bank, so to say. Uh, but you can also lose millions. Um, I do know of certain instances where these very same guys, uh, you know, uh, can lose 1.5, 1.8, sometimes even two million in a day. Mm. Uh, so, so it's mainly based on your capital. How much capital do you have? And and I'd say it's it's easier to to target making one maybe two percent profit on your capital. Uh, and and if you tell this to a crypto trader or a forex trader, they'll probably laugh at you because that is that is very low. You know, guys can make a hundred percent of an account in a day. It's very possible. But but with that comes. Uh, um, comes a whole lot of risk. Uh, you you now over leveraging and you can lose that money. So I'd say probably targeting between five. Uh, I'd say between two two to five. Percent of your account, but a hundred dollar account by uh, uh, great. You know you've done well. You know, but but most guys, what they want to do is they want to become a, a millionaire on a hundred-dollar account. Mm. They want to try and they want to try and become a millionaire from a hundred dollars, and so they're doing very risky, very stupid, very uh, unwise transactions. Mm. So you know, they they over leveraging, mm. and they're taking big position sizes, and so and so they get in knocked. You know, mm. so so what I try and do when I forex trade is um, I can probably fund my account between two to five thousand dollars at a time. And my target when I make a trade is to make 20, 20 to fifty dollars. Mm. You know, uh, when you're trying to make twenty to fifty dollars on a on a two thousand dollar account, if it doesn't go your way, the the chance of you losing your whole two thousand dollars. Is very low. Mm. Whereas if you got a ten dollar account and you're trying to make a hundred dollars out of ten dollars, the minute it doesn't go your way, immediately you've lost that money. Mm. Your account is blown, and you know you're now back to square one. So how much how much can people make? There are people that double accounts. Um, essentially making a hundred percent on your on your capital but i would say an easier target for some should for myself for myself would be would be probably uh between between five to ten percent if i could grow my account by five to ten percent in a day i'm i'm very happy okay that's that's, that's interesting so um I guess one of my last questions is um, with it being peer-to-peer, how can someone spot the scams? So are they telltale signs of someone who, you know, um, you know, they, they might have gone in a group and be like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for someone to, to do crypto trading with or Bitcoin trading. Uh, and then they get recommended to someone who's a scammer. Are there any telltale signs in how they operate that you can shed light on to like how to pick out these people who are not, you know, legit? Yeah, so, so, so the two... The two ways, or, or maybe three that I can think of. Um, the first way is being offered phenomenal profits. A lot of people, a lot of people circulate these messages and tell you you invest a hundred dollars, and after twenty-four hours or after so many days, you will get a thousand dollars. You get ten x your money if you invest a thousand dollars. You get twenty x. You know they give these. Um, absurd offers uh, which is very possible which is very possible in crypto you can make that money and let me not just say crypto let me say let me say online trading uh, so that covers forex trading crypto trading 
as well as indices. Uh, that is very possible. It can happen. But anybody offering you that, uh, I'd say run. Uh, definitely stay away. Uh, the easier and better bet for anybody, if at all you do do it, is rather do it yourself. You would rather forex trade and get knocked on your head than to put your trust in somebody else. Uh, this market is filled with a lot of scammers, and the scammers come in a number of uh, a number of forms. Uh, some people who, who state these opportunities and and ask you to to send them Bitcoin, and some people who tell you um, give them money and they'll trade on your behalf. Mm. So, so my advice is do it yourself. How do you spot? Number one, look out for absurd, ridiculous uh, profit margins. If anybody is offering you that, it's highly likely. Uh, number two, probably look out for your four four one nine instances. Uh, four one nine is mostly these emails that people send you. Uh, the English is quite bad. Uh, an uncle, a something um, has passed away, and and money is needed, or or you share the same surname. Uh, those kind of you know um, those kind of instances uh, definitely uh, be on the lookout for that and stay away. Uh, thirdly, I'd say a number of of ways that people have been have been um, I've been knocked or I've been scammed is you get these multi-level marketing opportunities. A lot of these multi-level marketing opportunities. You look at uh, the most recent that collapsed, um, at least the, the one we know, uh, that was quite big. Last year, February, was BitClub. Uh, BitClub was, was touting itself to be mining doing cryptocurrency mining, Bitcoin mining for, on behalf of people. It turned out to be a, a whole charade, a scam. No such thing was happening. And they made off with as much as 750 million worth of Bitcoin. Mm. Um, and if you look at, at, I think, what the rate was then of Bitcoin to what the rate is now, it, they probably made off with billions in today's money. When we, when we value it at the current cost of Bitcoin. So if it is multi-level marketing, stay away. Uh, and, 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 and some people listening to this will shout and scream and say, no, not all multi-level marketing are scams. But I'd say if you are a beginner and you don't know anything, and the minute they say, invite somebody and get a referral bonus, Stay away from that. Where they talk about binary legs, your what leg, your what leg, those are scams. Stay away from them. A lot of people have realized that they can scam people through network marketing. Uh, we got a number that are, that are operating right now in Zimbabwe, and it's sad. Uh, they all bubbles waiting to pop. So uh, when you try and tell people that, look, what you're getting involved in, they think that you're an enemy of progress. You know, <laughs> dude, this is my blessing. This is my blessing. I'm, I'm going to be a billionaire. You know, all these, these multi-level marketing, they sell you a dream hmm. that, you know, you, everybody's becoming millionaires. This is your opportunity. You know, all you have to do is take up this package, take up that package. We'll trade on your behalf bullshit hmm. nothing of that is going on so my advice if it's multi-level marketing and you are a beginner it is a scam leave it stay away if you really want to get involved with bitcoin just buy bitcoin hold it and wait till jesus comes or maybe a <laughs> day before or a week before jesus comes and and then sell hmm. you know or i don't know will crypto be used in heaven I'm not too sure, you know, <laughs> but yeah, hold it till kingdom come, you know, or hold it till, till you've made quite a bit. If, if you dare and want to invest in other tokens, other cryptos, other altcoins, go ahead and just, just hold it, just hold it and that's it. But, but do 
your research. Do your research. A lot of these people, the Bitcoin scams are a billion dollar. It's a billion dollar industry. And so if people don't do their research, uh, they can get knocked and they can get knocked some serious money. You know, I've had clients losing hundreds of thousands of US dollars in Zimbabwe recently. You know, just as far back as last year, people lost hundreds of thousands, clients of mine. So my advice, if you're a newbie, number one, don't let anybody trade for you. All these, we will, we will give you so much return. It's a scam. Number two, the best you can do is trade for yourself. Learn how to trade, if at all you want to do trading. If anything, just buy and hold. Buy and hold. And thirdly, multi-level marketing, it's a scam. Stay away from it. Don't get involved. Don't touch it. Not even with a 10-foot pole. Don't even touch it. As long as you hear scam, invite, uh, referral, multi-level marketing, uh, they try and use another word called network marketing. Stay away. It's a scam. All right. So my last question is, is obviously going to be with with uh, what you mentioned before about no exchanges uh, in Zimbabwe. So we're all aware of the Golix uh, debacle that happened was it three or four years ago. Um, so how much of an opportunity is the government missing out here on or the regulator missing out here on when it comes to, to crypto trading in the country? Because it, I think it makes it easy for everybody. If there's something that is local and regulated to a degree that people can 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 work with. Because without something like that, like what you're saying, this is how you get the the MLMs and the and then the scammers who are, who are purporting to be you know legitimate traders and, and making away with making off of people's money. So the question is like, wh- how big an opportunity is this? How big an opportunity is the regulator missing out on this? And how much more danger have they put people in because the fact that there's no you know um quote unquote official touch point when it comes to 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 um to crypto trading well i i do think the the regulator is doing some kind of a disservice to the populace uh, by saying that they don't recognize cryptocurrency and and in the uh probably four years um from from the time golix opened up up until now they've not made an attempt uh, to, to know about it and, and help craft regulation uh, that, will, that will aid people or safeguard people. Um, I think that's, that's a real disservice to the populace. Um, ha- having having a, a centralized exchange does bring up its own particular challenges, mm. uh, but these can always be mitigated uh, but right now, because everything has been done off book, everything has been done peer to peer, the regulator has no idea of what volumes of crypto are taking place in the country. Is it thousands? Is it millions? Is it trillions? They have no idea. They've chosen, they've chosen to distance themselves from it and mm. say, um, we, we don't recognize Bitcoin. That's what they've chosen to do. Mm. Yeah, well, that, that's unfortunate because, yeah, there are a lot of people who are losing a lot of money, uh, especially now with, with the desperation in Zim that, you know, everyone's trying to make it. Things are hard. It would be nice if there was something legit that people could work through. But like, you know, the lack of something legitimate is just making it a hell of a lot worse for people. And again, you know, I think... Um, as a Zimbo speaking for, for, for all Zimbos, we kind of like the easy way out, like what you're saying. It's nice when you know, oh, I'm relying on someone who's got kind of, a, of an idea of what's going on. They can trade on my behalf, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, you that person is most likely, if, if they don't have a reputation behind them, most likely just going to take advantage of you. So it's 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 a, it's a horrible mess. Uh, and I guess the, the question I would add to that is, do you see anything coming out from the regulator and the, or the government in terms of crypto, seeing as though, seeing as the, um, the, the, seeing as cryptocurrency and then cryptocurrency exchanges were excluded from that fintech sandbox the RBZ was hosting. Yeah, so, so um, my, my thoughts are that um, crypto kind of brings uh, liberation. It brings freedom to the markets. Uh, the regulator and the government's trying to get involved 
uh, yes, it can safeguard a lot of newbies, um, a lot of new entrants to uh, the market. But I definitely think they should, they should, um, they should stay away. Uh, um, it it it's very difficult for them. Uh, my my my. If if ever I may have a plea to them, would be uh, try and get to understand cryptocurrency and and let's look at crafting laws uh, that allow or or embrace cryptocurrency. I've I've lost um, probably probably I think over one Bitcoin to date. Uh, been to the police a number of times, reported it. And they say their hands are tied because Bitcoin is not recognized in the country. And I'm like, that's, that's BS, you know. Um, uh, it was an asset. I lost an asset. If I lose my car, you do something to whoever the culprit is that took my car. Now I've lost my Bitcoin. I know who the culprit is. Uh, go and arrest the person. And they're like, no, our hands are tied. Bitcoin is not recognized. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's, it's a sad state of affairs. Um, anyway, thanks, William, for your time. I think I've taken too much of it. Um, we, I've learned a lot. Uh, I'm actually going to, you know, give it a try myself, um, you know, just, just to see what it's like. Uh, obviously, going to learn the so, hard way. So, yes, um, the regulator should craft laws that... Say that again. Oh, no, I, I, thought, I thought you'd cut out. I, I didn't, I didn't uh, see that the audio had cut out because uh, of the network. You said that the regulator should? Uh, for me, the regulator should look at creating, crafting uh, laws that, that safeguard the populace. But mm. in terms of taxation, mm. the element of taxation um, is going to be very difficult. They're having their challenges in the U.S. Um, they, 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 they are trying somewhat. You, you look at when you withdraw your Bitcoin uh, on an exchange and it goes to your bank account. At that point, uh, they can try and do what's known as capital gains tax and stuff like that. Mm. So I, I, I don't know how successful it is in the U.S., um, but they shouldn't think that this is, this is a, a cash cow and they can get themselves out of the financial crisis that we are in uh, through crypto. Mm. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, William. Uh, as, 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 as I said before, uh, yeah, I've taken up too much of your time. <laughs> I wanted this to be like kind of walkthrough, but a lot of interesting things popped up. Um, uh, I'm going to try crypto trading myself, see how far I can get. But Happy obviously, thanks, man. And I, I'm, I'm going to come to you once in a while, just to, you know, ask a few questions. But I'm, I'm doing most of the legwork myself because, again, like you said, it's probably best to, to do it yourself, get your own habits, you know, get knocked down and then, you know, um, learn from those experiences rather than to, to, to try and find a cheat code. Because I don't think there is a cheat code in Zim. After you've bumped your head a few times, hello, hello. Oh, it seems like Williams' audio is cut out. So, uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, we'll catch you again um, next time.